Do, 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 do. What is the iPod charge? It allows it to um, keep charging the iPod while we're recording. Well, so that you never, however, on both this and the, the large one, it adds like a background noise, which is un- an, un- an unacceptable background noise. So let's find out if it still does, shall we? Worthless power-ups are worthless. It's like a Scottish castle fell over into a giant bowl of chili. I have liquor and no morals. Let's date. You are listening to the After the Fact Podcast. Guess who was hiding behind the door this whole time? It was me! There comes a time in a man's life... Classic gaming by geeks just like you. Isn't this whole podcast a circle jerk anyway, regardless of our opinions? Remember, kids, random drops take time away from your life that you could be spending having sex. And now, your hosts, Luke Matthews. My cats produce gases that could either power a city or kill thousands of troops in a trench in southern France. Andy Padel. Hey, you know what I'm going to do this week? Play Mario Kart. You know what I'm going to do next week? Destroy Mario Kart. The week after that, I'm going to sodomize Mario Kart. <laughs> and Mike Dupatrillo. Mikeatron, why aren't you doing your job? Countered! Put your pants back on! Welcome, everybody, to episode 53 of the After the Fact Podcast. I am your host, Luke. My PS Vita is my love slave, Matthews. And today, I am joined by Mike. I got a faggy robot nicknamed the Patrillo. Hey, fuck you. And Andy, this guy, I don't even know her, Padel. (laughs) (laughs) Today... We're going to be talking about the last good idea that either Squaresoft and Nintendo ever had, Super Mario RPG. If you're too young to know who Squaresoft is, that's what Square Enix was called back when they still made good games. If you were expecting us to talk about some kind of faggy side-scrolling, jumping on Koopa's heads bullshit when you heard Super Mario, you're completely wrong. The RPG in Super Mario RPG stands for role-playing game. So this is made by Square, which means it's going to be a fucking dialogue-driven, grind-your-fucking-life-away bullshit like your final faggotries in your your chrono toilets. By the way, we're going to spoil the shit out of it when we're talking about it today. So if you haven't played the game, you probably want to do so. Here's Micatron to tell you where you can fucking find it. Well, hello. I'm not going to do that voice, even though the rest of my family members do that voice, because they're fucking weird. Yeah, He's you're, awfully, yeah, you're right. awfully metrosexual for someone with such an Italian last name. Yeah, you know what they call it out there? They go, fag. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. So the, the game is d- developed by Square, back when they were not Square, Squeenix. Uh, publisher is Nintendo. This is the love child of Square and Nintendo, and it's it's very juicy and squelchy little baby. There's like lots of like jizz everywhere because that's what the game is awesome. It's like fuck. I don't know what I'm talking about. A metrosexual co-host <laughs> just said jizz was awesome. It's thank you, 
It's fucking Mike. The Jizz was released on May 13th, 1996, and the VC title was released on September 1st, 2008. Uh, and the only system it was released for is uh, Super Nintendo, unless you buy it on VC. Uh, modes are single player. You got some fuzzy shit over there. <laughs> there we go. Ah, we fixed it's it. It's back to normal okay. now. Uh, that's it. That's the game information. What is it about? It's uh, it's an RPG. It's an RPG. We'll talk about that. Yeah, later. it was a fucking it's game. Shit. Duh. I said lots of G's there. I don't think I can keep the accent. I have. Up I was. Just, I have no I idea like, what's going on right now. <laughs> I'm just. Do you ever? I sometimes. Sometimes. Not really. Not ever. Really. This game's awesome. I'm somewhat back to normal. Podcast done. So we're yeah. done. <laughs> we're done. Game's done. over. That's this episode's almost as short as the one that you did with Pat Micatron. <laughs> oh, I bet we'll talk about the game more. That Wait a minute, we already have. Oh, we mentioned the name. <laughs> that was me. that was actually me and Pat having sex. That oh, was, nice. Was different. So we did get it's not my fault. Pat's we did really. get some questions. We can we can talk about the questions before. Do you want to talk about that before or after? We Let's talk do about it. Games? Some Let's do questions. A, some is an indicator of a small amount of questions. There's a shitload of questions. So um, I'm gonna Woo! go. I'm going to go with the, the first one, which I want to address because three separate people have asked this question, uh, and, and I'll, I'll use uh, William Leonard's version, but he says, as a listener since day one, I often wonder what happened to Christina. Um, about a year ago, she walked into her Nintendo collector's room and was never heard from again. We, we have no idea what happened to her. We figure it was all right. Yeah. She said, I got to catalog this real quick, and I'll be back. And she was never back. So It, it could be a tomb. It's entire. <laughs> it, 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 it will be a tomb. <laughs> it will be She's a tomb. crushed under multiple copies of Duck Hunt slash Mario Bros. Yes. Hopefully, so. some of them are still in their original wrapping. It was never wrapped. Never wrapped. Nope. No. Fuck She's you. seriously. Maybe it's wrapped in the actual Nintendo systems because that could be a formidable amount of weight. Fair enough. Right. No. You know. You know what she's doing. It's. It's like. It's like a bad case of Telltale Heart. She like started cleaning NES cartridges from one side and then forgot which one she's di- she's done. So now she's sitting in a pile of NES cartridges on her floor, going. No, no, she she finally found that copy of Stadium Events, and she's like Golem in that room. It's going precious, precious, mine. Yeah. So uh, the answer to that question, we have no idea what happened to Christina. She's she's she vanished into the ether somewhere, and she's and busy. She's yeah, she's got her game collection to deal with. Um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about what we're playing, and then we'll then we'll move on to some of William's other questions. Important important questions. I'm playing Motorstorm RC. Well, I was playing Motorstorm RC until it almost made me throw a three hundred dollar PS Vita across the room. At which point I stopped playing MotorStorm RC. I saw the tweet about that. And will <laughs> probably not play MotorStorm RC anymore. I don't. I it it was just. Um, so for those of you who have the game, if you if you finish the first 144 medals, which is uh, if you get three medals on all the original events, excuse me, um, stop there. Don't don't play anymore because. Everything that you loved about the game, all of the progress you've made, all of the skills you have learned to play the game, uh, they just throw them out the window, and then they increase the difficulty by about a thousand percent, and the supercar challenges fucking blow, and they are unfun, and it ruined the game for me. 
like 70 i put probably 12 to 15 hours into the game and then got it about 75 percent done and then started playing the supercar challenges and don't want to ever touch it again see i kind of wish you would have went last now because i could have done a very intricate series of tangents going from that to similarities to kingdom hearts 2 which is a square <laughs> enix game yeah which well. would have gone but oh well Whatever. Hindsight is what are you guys playing? Microtron. Uh, I'm playing Diablo 3 still. Uh, it's <laughs> you're, you're playing the first I'm, level I'm playing of the 3. first quarter of the first act over and over again on multiple <laughs> characters, on multiple patches, even though they wipe it every time. So I've probably played through the first act. Mm, through the first act, well, you do it about five times for each character, and I've done it through three builds. So I've probably played through the first act. Uh... 50 times more than 50 times there should be there should be a reward for the first person that makes it through that part when the full game releases i've probably like yeah yeah, right it it should be like uh, it should be like like the first person that downloads the game and gets through that much of the game gets the game for free or some uh, shit it's like like world (laughs) it's like world warcraft feats of strength right you just get like yeah (laughs) world first yeah i got the feast yeah world first feat of strength or like I opened the you know gates of Anchorage or back in the fucking. Stone I crashed age. the server. Yeah, you know, like I I crashed the server because I got the plague from Zulgarub and gave it to everyone in Ironforge. You know, hey, everyone not, is. No, 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 uh, no, I don't know if you uh, not you. Well, it, was, just, it was your companion. That uh, you could use if you're would, looking for a good YouTube video. Uh, go look up WoW AIDS. Uh, you'll find some really old, vi- like vintage videos of people running around in Iron Fort. There was this old plague that you could get. Not to. This is a completely tangent, ch- tangent thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but the plague didn't go away, and you could take it out of the zone. So some clever people took the plague out. No. What What it was was if you exited the zone, your player character, it would remove it. So what people would do is they would take their companions out. Yeah, like yeah, not, yeah, like you know, their pets. If they were a hunter, put them away, leave the zone because the pet did not didn't get clean. It didn't get clean. So you you still have the plague. And so you then take you it take, the, you take you the pet out, and you know you just like, hey, everyone, die. <laughs> well, that was there was an even earlier issue with that when um, in Molten Core there was a guy that made you into a bomb and it exploded everybody. Baron Giddon. Uh it used to target pets, and then when you if you were quick enough, you could dismiss your pet. Bring it back to the auction house in a major city and <laughs> blow up the At the time, <laughs> is uh, it was almost guaranteed to be fatal unless the person was a, a very well equipped tank. So it would just fucking steam plow everything <laughs> in, the, in the area. And so there's a bunch of videos of that too. Like if you, it, it, the dregs of YouTube. Wait, anyway. Was it Baron Geddon who, Bar- Baron Geddon who killed Major Domo? I don't know. You have failed me for the last Major time. Major Homo, yeah. Yes. No. It's the op- no. Diablo three. Ragnaros kills. Bear. Is that Major, all you've been Major playing? Major homo. Uh, pretty much. I've been busy with Emerald City Comic Con. Come on. Yeah. It's where nerds go. To Speaking have sex. of, that's where we are going to be. Woo! We will have a table at the Emerald City Comic Con. We don't know the table number at the I, moment. I looked it up so, earlier and uh, I've forgotten again. Yeah, we don't know the table number at the moment. Uh, but Dicks. come visit us uh, once you get the once you get the program. Uh, it'll be in the it'll be in the booklet for the con. But come to Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle on April thirty or March thirtieth, thirty first, and April first. And and come hang out with the the Geekerific crew. Uh, come have come have beers with us after the show. Do whatever you know. Hang out at our booth. 
Yeah. Uh, Make us look like we actually have fans. Yeah, I wonder if you actually got boots together. No, we did not. We did not. <laughs> Fuck my ass. Uh, you're, like, you're in, I want to say, like, the B block. Yeah, I'm over in the art kids club. Uh, there's also, on f- the Friday of Emerald City Comic Con, uh, there's a gallery show at this gallery <laughs> called LTD, and they're doing a comic book character show, and so I've got a piece in that as well. And Is it the I'm, Deadpool, I'm is it the Deadpool the, unicorn piece? It, it's, uh, yeah. I'm call- I, the tentative name is dead, uh, Still Life with Deadpool and Unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> It's you have to see it if yeah. you're in Seattle. Also, you got to uh, come to that show. It's LTD Gallery. Micatron's uh, artwork is actually featured as one of the pictures for the promo for the Dames and Monsters. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So Check I'll it be out in that book. So if you are in the city and uh, pick up the book, it's for a good cause. Uh, it goes to charity. I also donated the piece to the auction, so they'll be auctioning off that piece. Cool. Nice. Uh, That's a nice little write-off. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they could sell. They hopefully it doesn't sell for like a hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah, uh, but it's Emerald City Comic Con and it's tenth year, so there's roughly a scurrying people that go th- walking through there even yes. on Friday. So yeah, <clears throat> there'll be a, a fuck ton of people. Emerald there. City Comic Con. Yeah, I mean, I won't have a lot of times to. I I won't have a lot of times to play through the beta again. Uh, because <laughs> hopefully, and the rumor is that they'll be re- announcing the release date on this following Monday, which is the, I don't know, the 17th? 17th? No. Like 19th. Uh, 19th. Because okay. Blizzard traditionally does all yeah, their announcements 19th. on Mondays. And uh, there have been many hints from the developers that uh, they're going to announce something big. And I Check, hope, check I, with I, us on Monday. Well, I mean, G- GDC is still going on, so they're going to be doing that. And aside from announcing the female model for Pindaren, which nobody gives a fucking GDC rat. is not going on. Is it not going on? No, it ended, it ended Friday. Yeah. I thought they were going to announce. They announced some other stuff for that. But, uh, well, I guess they're not going to do it for GDC. But they're going to announce the Pandaren female model, which no one gives a shit about. Yeah, who cares? Because pandas are too lazy to fuck, and they're doomed to extinction. What are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Binding of Isaac. I'm a little bit late to the show on this one, but... Uh, Your mom's trying to kill you! I killed mom, and that shit was amazing. Um, for those who are not familiar with the concept, it is heavy allegory into biblical concepts. The main character's mother goes nuts watching daytime religious television, locks him in the basement, and then proceeds to try and kill him. You pers- because God told her to sacrifice him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's good stuff. So uh, you end up going through a series of Zelda-esque dungeons that are randomly generated, including random power-ups and random bosses. The bosses, there's nothing special about them, but the power-ups are phenomenal. You get One of the power-ups is the Onion of Sadness, which <laughs> increases the rate you cry at people because that's how you fight them. You throw your tears at them. Wow. Um, because you're like a baby in the game, right? You're, you're like toddler. S- you're like six or seven. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I cry all the time. One of my one of my favorite things about the game, though, is every power up is shown on your character. So as you progress, you have more and more stuff, and some of them are just horrific. Like um, there are these blood vending things that you can give half of a heart to to get some coins, and every once in a while they explode, and you get the blood bag from it. And so you drink the blood bag bag to get a health power up. But how it displays that you have this is you're drenched in blood. Um, you can find a heart, like so. Uh, it's a normal, like comical Valentine's Day heart that's used for your health indicator. But the power up that you get is a beating heart, and you slap it on your chest. Yeah. Um. So as you you know go through the game, you get more and more power ups, and you look more and more deformed. 
Team uh, hmm. Team Meat has an interesting sense of humor. Yes, yes, They're they also do. excellent trolls. If you've ever followed, their oh movie. yeah, they troll the shit out of everybody. Uh, are they still trolling PETA? By the way, yes. Awesome. Yeah, I approve. Making, so making angry uh, angry vegetarians more angry is is <laughs> enjoyable. So um, William Leonard sends us two two more questions. They're very very important questions. Uh, his first question is favorite band, and he says Foo Fighters, right? Ah! No, I almost touched David Grohl once. Oh, really? Yeah. In I imagine in an uncomfortable his, place. I imagine it was his penis. <laughs> <laughs> so then, Foo Fighters almost. is your favorite band? No, no imagine or hope. <laughs> uh, David Grohl's penis is not a band, uh, <laughs> but it is now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, my favorite band right now is Mike Snow. Mike really? Snow. Yep. Hmm. Is that um, okay? Oh my god! Is that the guy from? Uh, oh shit! Why can't I think of the name? Soul Coffin. No. No. Well, I don't know. Actually, he's not that old. No. I don't know. No. I don't remember. It's, it's I, a, I've it's heard a Mike Snow stuff. It's a band it's, it's, called Mike Snow. It's not a person named Mike Snow. Yeah. It's not bad. With two eyes. What about you, Luke? What's your favorite band? <laughs> yeah, he's actually died. There's well, see, there's a, there's a lot, but I uh, because for a long time it was Guster, um, which most people don't know who the fuck Guster is. Lots of bongos. They're, and they're, yeah, they're very they're very light, very light. They college, call themselves college rock. College rock. They call <laughs> themselves they called themselves the first time we ever saw them in concert. They called themselves Sandals Rock. So that's kind of an in- indication of they were they were opening yeah, for the Bare Naked Ladies when we saw them. So. But right now, I think uh, really high on my list is Florence and the Machine. Um, that's a that's a big one. She's got some pipes. Yeah, she does. I'm not as big a fan of Confessionals, their second album, as I was of the fir- of Lungs, the first one. Um, I heard that was like the critique a lot across the board. Yeah, Lungs, Lungs, and even the Lungs B side B sides album were both, in my opinion better quality than than confessionals there's a couple of good songs on confessionals but there's nothing quite as um nothing quite as iconic as what what she put out on lungs so but that's yeah she i i can listen to i can listen to florence and the machine like all all fucking day right now that's that's my thing so what about you count basie orchestra wow going old school uh like i mean like i have two very distinct categories of music that i listen to Amazing jazz and absolute shit. <laughs> like, Justin Bieber. No, or no, quality it, music. Like, uh, like some pretty like grindy death metal. Uh, I could say like Bring Me the Horizon or some other terrible, him. terrible band. No, not him. Him is too whiny. Like I like the the Cookie Monster vocals. And just, <laughs> yeah, cookie the guy in the background rock. like stained but, or whatever. Uh, what is that? Was like <laughs> I had a friend who could do that voice really good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I like really complex music, but uh, yeah, Count Basie Orchestra, Duke Ellington, or something like that. Yeah, see, my uh, my music tastes are wide and varied. So I'm surprised you didn't say like Journey or. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna. Say, I, I've been listening to the Cars today. Nice and uh, Ratatat is always by but awesome. I was Ratatat's good. Awesome. Yeah, I saw them in the Faint play once. It was interesting. The Faint is very weird. Yes, in Midwest. Yes, they're very <laughs> Iowa. I had. I had probably the most eclectic. Uh, I have one of the most eclectic Pandora stations on the planet because today, as I all in a row, I I saw I listened to um, Ellie Goulding, followed immediately by Seether, 
followed immediately by this is a good one. Yeah, followed immediately by an, an a Nero remix of a Flux Pavilion or no, a Flux Pavilion remix of a Nero track, followed immediately by um um oh god, my brain is fried. Uh, another song that was completely out of whack for for the group of music that I was listening to. It was very, it's very it's very strange. Uh, it's a very strange station, um, but it's it's pretty cool because it's varied enough that it keeps me entertained. So to go slightly off topic, uh, my three genres I guess that I listen to would be death metal, classical jazz, and visual K, which is a, a or yeah, it's like sort of a derivative of K-pop. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, just think about that for a minute. Yeah, we're going to move on from this one. That's weird. Uh, William Leonard's second most important question, favorite beer. This is a fucking important question. This is a fucking important question. So his, he says, is Guinness, of course, which makes sense since he lives in Ireland. If I lived in Ireland... Uh, It's different than... I was going to say, Guinness, Guinness on a tap in Ireland would probably be one of my favorite beers as well, but Guinness that we get in the States is not the same thing. It's no, it's not, the, not same the same thing. It doesn't make the trip. No. Hey, William uh, Leonard, no. I'm curious. I've had Guinness in London. I don't know if that's the same as it is in Ireland or not. Can you please let me know one way or the other? Could you send us a keg of... You don't have to send us anything. I'm just curious. <sighs> I might as well ask. It might happen, right? Yeah. My favorite, my favorite beer. I don't drink a lot of beer anymore because I'm allergic to whatever the fuck is in beer, not alcohol. Probably Joy. It may be yeast. Happiness. Actually. I'm allergic to happiness. Love. <laughs> I cry all the time. <laughs> and I just drink that instead of the beer. Uh, Irish Death Brew. Uh, Irish Death is really Irish, good. Irish Death is awesome. Uh, other than that, coffee is my favorite beer right now. So, so. Uh, Speaking to the person who, who from Ireland who asked us the question, Irish Death is not an Irish beer. It's actually made in a brewery in Ellensburg, Washington. And yes. uh, it is fucking, it's so good. It's just good. <laughs> it is so good. It is such a good beer. It's like, it's like would you call it a like a porter, like an imperial porter? It's kind, kind of, of. It's less hoppy than that. Though. It's, well, it's I, kind of good porters aren't really that hoppy. True. Um, it's like a, it's like an imperial porter with a sweet, it's like 9.5% alcohol, and it's... Yeah, you don't even notice that, though. Yeah, you don't notice. It's, it's very sweet. so smooth, really good. It's very sweet and not very bitter. So. Yeah. So, uh, to answer the question, until about three years ago, it was Guinness, but uh, then I discovered St. Bernardus 12-year ABT, which Saint is a Trappist Bernardus. ale... And I think it's twelve percent, and will completely knock you on your ass. It's like dogfish head. Fourteen so percent, no problem. Oh, yeah, no, like it, it, <laughs> it, it blows the the ninety minute out of the water. Uh, it drink a six pack of ninety minute, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's <laughs> fatal. I don't think alcohol wise, I don't think it beats the the ninety minute, but it's it's definitely a strong. Like, like Saint Bernardus is a hell of a beer. Yeah, I feel like throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mine is still to this day is is Black Butte Porter, um, Deschutes Brewery. It's a brewery down in Oregon. Um, one, it is the best porter I've ever had. They also make my favorite stout, which in my opinion is better than Guinness. At least, okay, it's easily better than Guinness here. I don't know if if I were to drink a bottle of Obsidian Stout next to Guinness or even Obsidian Stout on draft because I've had obsidian stout nitro tapped and that is that is my favorite stout ever is like nitro tapped obsidian it's so good if I were to t- if I were to drink that side by side with Guinness in Ireland 
I I have no idea. But then again, I don't know what the Guinness in Ireland tastes like because I've never been to fucking Ireland. So, but yeah, it's an important question. Blackbeat Porter. Ever since uh, ever since I had friends in high school that worked at the brewery, I. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I still think I should have gone with my original answer. My favorite beer is Johnny Walker Gold Label. <laughs> <laughs> or Blue Label, specifically. You just mix it with some soda water, carbonate so, that shit. No, man, Coke. It's, it's, <laughs> it's delicious and makes people have heart attacks. We are already recording, so we can go into the next segment of the episode now, if you like. Uh, we can talk about the Super Mario why RPG. Why do you do this? I wanted to go to Stuttgart and to pick up some power converters. <laughs> I was going to listen to Kraftwerk. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense, but we will continue anyway. What's up, buddy? I hate you so much. I know. <laughs> I know. I know, but you know what? Without me, you would be nothing. So well, <laughs> let's. Wow. <laughs> sh- shall we continue on in mediocrity then? Uh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Super Mario RPG. Yeah. Oh, it's the uh, the full name is Super Mario RPG: The, the Legend, Legend of the Seven, Seven stars. stars. Yes, there's stars involved, which uh. is unlike any other Mario series that we've seen before. And by that, I mean I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's more of a square game than a Mario game. Well, of course it is. But I mean like the only the only Mario thing about it is the IP. Like it that's the and some of the some of the little mechanical things that they put in there, but um sure. for those of you that have never played this game before, it is a it is a square RPG except it was um one of the first that they designed in kind of a 2.5D like slightly 3D isometric view um which i'll talk about later in in my opinion is one of the negatives one of the things that's wrong with the game um oh i've got negatives but yeah um and it's not they took (laughs) you can't there's only 30 levels this is bullshit (laughs) um the game is a it's a square rpg but they used the nintendo uh the mario like World of world. So is this the first time that nope. Square has did a you had a love child with another larger company's franchise? I think so. I think so because I mean, clearly, long many years and years and years before they did Kingdom Hearts. Um, yeah, there's been other love childs like Kingdom Hearts. I thought and, you were going to go uh, with a, a different thing, and I was going to bring up the Zelda games that were on the Philips CDI. Oh no, yeah. Well, that's I'm not sure those were those count. really games. But I don't think those came out before this. Those were a... Uh, because the Philips CDI... Sorry, go ahead. Those were more aptly named abominations. <laughs> not games. Yeah. I look at them kind of like Voldemort. I don't know why I said their name, because I'm just giving them more power. <laughs> <laughs> and did, and they the, exist! <laughs> no! Didn't the Philips CDI... I mean, uh, clearly the Philips CDI was the next... I mean, it came out well after the Super NES. We shall not speak of the Dark Ones. Yes, I know. Uh, I mean, it was like... 
a good frisbee system now. Yeah. 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 Those, those things are good good frisbees. I don't, I don't even know what I would do with one if someone gave me one. You know that giant blade in Indiana Jones that comes and tries to chop his head off uh-huh. in in uh last the last crusade? crusade? That's a CD a uh, Philip CD disc. <laughs> <laughs> Christina's like going through her collection and all of a sudden this <laughs> Philip CD just swings at her out That's of what happened to her. Holy shit, a fucking insidiously hidden Philip CD like chopped her head off when she was in her Sega room. Why are the cobwebs doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a really the penitent man shall collect. Reference. The penitent man shall collect. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, this is this is uh, widely considered one of the best Super NES games, um, which is weird because going back and playing it, I'm not as big a fan of it as as I thought I was going to be. Like. I mean, Andy, I, I, I will. I, I might actually edit in Andy's quote about this being the greatest thing that's ever ever happened on the planet Earth. I, I think actually, like right here, um, you should put me talking about how this thing is fantastic because because <laughs> that's the last time you're going to say it. The, no, it's no. It, it does have its good points, but I do have a lot of negatives that I completely sort of blanked out in my nostalgia mode. Yeah. Um. I mean, is it, is is there a nostalgia overriding it? Uh, in the way that, for example, Donkey Kong Country, everyone was like, oh my god, we remember this game being the cock of the walk, and now it's just frozen chicken. No, like, <laughs> I don't even know what that metaphor means. I just made it up. Because, <laughs> you know, I get it. It's like, it's like having a frozen pizza and not having an oven or a microwave. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this? This is awful. Give me- <laughs> I, I'm waiting for you to say something like, it's like you have a band leader and you just throw a tube at him. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. No, I don't. These are apt analogies. For <sighs> I know it pains you, but please <laughs> use first, your brain. <laughs> l- uh, l- let me answer that question real quick, though. So, to a certain extent, um, I feel that the the DS and Game Boy Advance Mario games really sort of corrected problems that happened with these. So you're talking or about like Mario the Mario Partners and Luigi in times. Games. Yeah. yeah. I think that that was the natural progression of this and because oh, I played those games this one doesn't have the shine that it used sure. to. Sure. Absolutely. And I think one of the I mean to the to start the t- cell phones. Cell phones. Uh to start the uh, problems with this game in my opinion is simply it's is simply the isometric uh, viewpoint. Um, why the fuck? I never understood this. There were multiple games that did it. Why the fuck are you going to put a diagonal isometric viewpoint uh, with a controller that has a plus control pad? Because Solstice is fucking amazing. It doesn't. I spent a long time to play that. At least with Mario, it doesn't work. You with Mario RPG, it doesn't work. You can't. You can't judge distance you can't judge your placement anywhere in this game because it's not it's not like a straight uh it's it's like kind of a weird angle for one and two like there's just there's no point of reference there's no reference for anything right you're just kind of like have to guess it's especially problematic on when you're on one of those platforms that either spins or like moves around and you're trying to jump to another floating platform how you can't judge distance you can't judge angle and so you you end up being stuck in this kind of weird limbo where you can't figure out how to fucking control your character and you just end up doing trial and error over and over and over and over again and stuff ends up taking 
longer than it should just because your controls are bad. Well, you need to grind, so there's one way to do it. Oh, Ugh. I love grinding. I love grinding, too. Ah, <laughs> oh, bro fist pound on the podcast. Oh, that nobody no, can no, no. See. I, I, love, I love grinding, too, man. You get right up on that chick and just like... Mm-hmm. Bitches in the club. You know? Add some club sauce. And if that's not I what you're talking need... about, the fist bump was really sad. I did not need to see that face. That's going to scar my fucking nightmares. <laughs> it's like a squirrel fucking an acorn. <laughs> you look like a monkey trying to fuck a football. <laughs> I'm a squirrel, and you know what I you know what annoys me? Fucking cars that don't stop in time. What the fuck is with that commercial? Sorry. Con- we'll continue. I live in a bubble. I don't have you are, in my life. You're happy. It's a Pand- Pandora commercial and it's fucking stupid. Oh, I haven't heard that. So you they will. Like, they you market, will. Oh, yeah, yeah, you they, will. They market tampons to me and stuff. <laughs> like, uh, your metrosexuality coming back. Fag. It's probably your music choices. <laughs> Maybe they're like, would you like to buy guns or axes or acid or body disposal? <laughs> Or moonshine. <laughs> Do you want a missile? <laughs> you, you sound like someone. We, 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 like according to our database, you're someone who's most likely using heroin right now, <laughs> or will be using heroin. Do you want a missile attachment for your pistol? We've got it <laughs> at Johnny's uh, Firearm yeah. Emporium. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I don't know what you guys think about the controls, but I thought they were kind of terrible. I got used to it. I mean, battle it controls are battle see. controls. Yeah, it's right? really like hard when to you're see. trying to jump from block to block. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean it doesn't help uh, that it, the graphics were pretty bad. So yeah. that was the biggest par- part yeah. that was hard to see. Right? You're like, oh, where the fuck am I going? It doesn't uh-huh. matter if I'm using isometric or not. It's like it's got the same. It's hard to tell distance in that game anyway. I can say that I can factually say that I have played more games or more time on games that are isometric disguise Kay. than you guys. And I don't think it's the isometric view. I think it's just that. Because they went with that style, but they didn't think about how things were going to go for the player because they knew where the platforms were because they put them there. So they didn't think about, you know, oh, yeah, you know, the player's not going to realize that they, or the player's going to jump from point A to point B and he's going to know where it is intuitively. Does that make sense? Sure. Sort of. That's sort a tra- of. It's a trap. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you're, to some degree, that's true until they give you challenges that require, for example, when you get to the castle, the first castle you get to, that's the the dude on the little toy train, whatever the fuck his name is. I don't remember. It's like the third or fourth star. In any case, you get there, and you climb all the way to the top, and then if you go in one entrance, there is a spot where there's a, um, there's a block that you can't jump to, like a question mark block, and you can't reach it, right? So the way that you actually get this block is by dropping off of the platform that you're on all like several stories to the floor where there is a like a seesaw that has a anvil an anvil on the other side you hit that it bounces up into the block and you get a, a hammer for for Mario so the problem with that is twofold one I spent so much time before that in the game not being able to judge my jumps that I spent a fuckload of time just trying to jump and hit this block uh, because I didn't know that I couldn't, right? I thought that it was just me being bad at judging things because the game is terrible. Bad at Mario's, as, as you've <laughs> demonstrated in previous times. Yeah, yeah. I'm bad at video games. We've determined this. <laughs> um, I, 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 who's, I think there's only one person that's 
well, claims to be the best at video games, and that's Patrick. Yeah, that's fair. I don't, I don't know. Are you good at video games? I think I'm solid. I think yeah. I think I would admit to being good at video games because if I were bad, my life would be incredibly mediocre, mediocre. <laughs> and I would be very sad and cry a lot. I uh, there are games that I'm I good would be at. a failure as a person. <laughs> there are games that I'm mo- I'm pretty good at, but I'm I'm never going to be one that's ex- excels at video game playing because I don't put the effort into trying. Does it really and require skill or patience in this skill. case? Uh, in this case, it's patience. Oh, okay, sorry. In this, sorry. In this case, yes, overall, patience. there are games that require yeah. skill. Yes, I would say that'd be the broad majority. Yeah, I, I just think I think. Um, and anyway, what I was going where I was going with this is that the, then the second problem with this particular puzzle is that in order to get it, you have to fall from the top to the exact right spot on this uh, seesaw to get that anvil to to jump. And I literally fell. Five times where I completely missed. You literally fell. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Gotcha. Fuck you. Gotcha. Can't edit that out. I literally tried five times to get this to work and didn't and completely missed and tried another, I would say, eight times where I actually landed on the fucking seesaw to somewhere like and it just hit the ground and didn't do anything and it's like i already have trouble judging locations and distance in this game throw me a fucking bone here jesus christ i hit the fucking thing and it's like you have to have this pixel perfect drop that hits just the right spot and it um when you've got when you've got character models that Half the time you can't even tell what they are. Like you, you literally can't. Literally, Jesus, I hate you. I hate you so I much. I have this great mental image of you I playing on your you roof right now, so and you're like, much. okay, I gotta make this jump. Literally, and you throw yourself off the roof, and you're you like, know, that didn't work. They, you know what's really weird again. is I almost never use that word specifically because of this, and I used use it, it this one. I used it this one time incorrectly, and you pointed it out, which is forcing me to use it again. Well, because I it's in my brain. So go fuck yourself. Well, maybe literally go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, this is why Nintendo invented the Wii, because you could literally be an idiot, <laughs> and that was okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, maybe you just didn't know you were an idiot, and you've. you've it's you're, entirely it's possible. It's painful that someone's pointing out. Yes, that you're literally an idiot. That's literally, literally, <laughs> literally. Uh, and like you said, the the graphics in this game are—I don't care what people say—they're bad. Yeah, they're they're, bad. they're ugly. The opening is bad, really bad. Considering it, it was '96, it aged worse than Donkey Kong Country yeah. Returns. Yeah. And they're trying. Well, Donkey Kong Country is another. Story. Or I'm sorry, Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, yeah Don- uh, I, I'd say Donkey Kong Country aged far worse. Than I this. I do agree with that as well. It's an RPG. That, that opening the sequence? stellar graphics are not important. Yeah, I'll give you that. But I'm like, saying, you don't. Yeah. It could be numbers punching into each other. Well, we and already, we and already agree that that's the style of RPG <laughs> that we would love. I'm so happy. <laughs> Two <laughs> pixels fucking each other in the middle of a blank screen with and numbers like, shooting out like of them. Like a four and a seventeen is <laughs> yeah, yeah. just like launching off. I'm like, this is the greatest game. No, Pinel almost uh, swallowed his mic just there. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> almost swallowed his mic. No, uh, <laughs> what would make that better is if that seventeen had a. <laughs> look at him! Look at him! It has a B. Yeah, clean up the chair or when you're scientific done, please. notation attached to it. Um. It's like this guy, I'm better. <laughs> <Yay>. so, 
<laughs> um, the 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 character models in this game are fucking terrible. Partially because they're so small on screen. They tried to do the the 3D rendered graphics, but the character models are so tiny that all you get is just this mass of colored pixels with no definition. Well, they make so, fun of it in the game too. Well, yeah. Or when you get the frog, it's like parentheses doesn't look anything like a frog yeah <laughs> they're like well, well we fucking know it we can't make it look like a frog so all right here you go here's this mallow thing yeah well it's, it turns out he's actually not a frog later. yeah 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 but, but i don't know it just yeah they, they just i it's doubtful that they could have made it look like a frog <laughs> anyway, right? that's fair <laughs> um everything in this game just looks bad like the the environments look bad the, and I, it really just makes me wish they had spent the time and energy to do some nice, like, sprites. Some, some you know, just do it. I don't think the, like, the, the cities, or, sit, like, the, you know, like, the houses and whatnot, yeah. those look bad, but... Oh, I thought so, they looked pretty bad. Like, they're... Indoor it's, stuff looks terrible, or, like, yeah. building stuff looks terrible. Well, Forests and whatnot, those look okay. I'm not going to say terrible. I think overall the, the graphics are not good. Um, the character, mo- character models are bad. Like, but does that make it a bad game? There's plenty of current games that look terrible. Well, and there's there's plenty of gameplay, right? Yeah. Okay. V V V V V V. It's fucking stick figures. Yeah, it's, it's stick a great figures. game. Whatever. But it's well designed stick figures, and you can tell what they look like, and you it can tell what direction you're way, facing. Right? You can't tell what direction you're facing in this game. <laughs> I can tell what direction there's, I'm facing. There's and like you said, there's. There's a difference when it's intended to be that way. When it's when when you know that it's an intentional design choice. This game was intentionally designed using these 3D models that were rendered on shitty 16-bit processors and they did it because they thought it would look cool and it just doesn't. Yeah, it could have been a marketing did, thing, did, right? Out of curiosity, did anyone play this on a smaller TV? No. Uh, I, I mean, I played fairly it fairly small. I have twenty-seven inch TV or something. Yeah, like that. that's, that's pretty small. small. Yeah. The problem is playing it on any flat screen, though. It, no, it's I, thirty-two. I don't think any of us played on a CRT, nope. right? No. Which is where all of these games are, of course, designed to look better on a CRT because of the bleed. Um, but it's uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I guess we can just leave it at that. It, it looks bad. It, yeah, it just looks bad. Looks bad. Period. Uh, game is. I think the game is fine. Like gameplay is fun. Like, gameplay mechanics. It did some new stuff that was pretty innovative. Yeah, like um, like I, getting the jump on your opponents to start the, f- the fights. Uh-huh. Um, I, timing specific attacks. Yeah, I really like the timing specific attacks. The skill, the skill shots, basically where you get an opportunity to increase your attack. I wish that they weren't. Uh, the The game makes them necessary. Like makes them absolutely necessary to the point where if you miss you probably are going to lose the f- if you repeatedly miss you're probably going to lose the fight um which i kind of i kind of see the point i wish they were i wish the skill shots were um were a supplement rather than a necessity uh for for those of you who don't know what i'm talking about when you're in when you're in combat in this game you can do you can do timed uh, button presses that go along with your attacks that can double, triple, or even quadruple your damage if you time them properly. So, like, Mario will walk up with a hammer, and if you hit the B... B? B or A, whatever. If you hit a button right when Mario's hammer lands, then you get a little 
nifty little sound and the attack is increased. Same if you jump on their heads, do all this kind of stuff. Um, it's the same mechanic that carried forward. That's one of the things that carried forward to not only the Mario and Luigi series, but to the Paper Mario series. Um, so like the Paper Mario are, uh, on 64, the combat is the same way. You, you have skill shots where you can, you know, you're jumping on Bowser's head and if you hit the button at the right time, you get an extra a jump or some extra damage. Um, I once in Paper Mario... Uh, had this um i had an item that allowed me to continually jump for extra damage on some on a an enemy's head as long as i timed the hits right so i could basically do it ad infinitum and then uh i pumped up another item that allowed me to do maximum like i think it was 99 damage uh on the first hit and i got into the the second fight with bowser in the game and i jumped on his head and did 99 damage and then timed out um i think i counted 132 hits and it started at 99 damage and went, went one less all the way down to one and then just kept doing one damage over and over and over again. And I did some fucking insane amount of damage in that game with that skill shot. <laughs> I like that in this game, though. I think it's a cool it's mechanic. A, it's a really good mechanic. This is interesting considering I haven't played any of the Paper Mario games. Oh, oh really? Mario, the, yeah, good. I have not. They're really good. Uh, you know, it might be worth picking up. Paper Mario or Super Paper Mario. Uh-huh. Like, okay, so the Paper Mario games and the Mario and Luigi games, they share a lot of similarities just in how they play with the mechanics and whatnot, but with different viewpoints. Yeah, it's basically just a different aesthetic. They're aesthetically designed different. Yeah, and I think those will hold up through time. I've seen what they look like. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, don't... there's a lot of... It's hard to make this argument for, for classic games, right? Because by default, a lot of them are dated and it depends on the time at which we're looking in hindsight back to them so for a lot of these games we look back at them and we go oh it's cute 8-bit and it's it's kind of trendy now to be 8-bit again right um a lot of like current games are trending back to that yeah like mutant muds and yeah that's like commodore and cave story that kind of stuff story so you have these these neo retro classic style mm-hmm. games that Mega Man 9 and 10 uh, and th- they're very well done right yeah um, even down to the the sound uh, Incl- the in- uh, the in-game flicker option that you can add to them <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean they got it right um, and there's there's something to be said about that but you know this this may be just one of those those visual ele- visual elements that or some of the elements that are in this game don't uh, match up to what we yeah. want now. Well, and right? I think the, I think the problem with that for me, looking back at it, is that it's the only one there ever was. Right? I know that they evolved into Mario and Luigi and Paper Mario, but there was never another Super Mario RPG where they were allowed to fix the mistakes that they made. And so you get you end That's up with fine. you end up with a lot of a lot of experiments in this game where I kind of wish that it hadn't been the game that they experimented with, if that makes any sense. Sure, I but kind they of went wish... on and made other <clears throat> games in the series. Yeah. Essentially in the series. Right? Yeah. But not Square, right? Like, the, none of the following games were Square designed. Um, I think Intelligent Systems has done all the Paper Marios and Mario and Luigi games. I don't know if they've done Paper. I know they've done all the Mario and Luigi games. Um, but, and I mean, that's the other thing, too, is like it, we've even 
we've even evolved paper mario has evolved completely out of the rpg side so like super paper mario isn't an rpg anymore it's just a an action game with rpg elements with a few rpg elements but yeah um i don't know it it introduced a lot of things that that became canon in the in the games that followed and that's for that it's awesome not right? peach's name well right toadstool, toadstool. uh it but i don't know i i just between the between the sh- like sketchy isometric controls and the muddy pseudo 3D Donkey Kong shat this out graphics like I I just I don't know I'm not a fan I my biggest beef for the game that can't be excused is the music yeah that's fair I can't stand the music yeah the music game. is pretty atrocious uh, I had to turn it off in yeah. certain cases because it was just awful like. Uh, for example, when you're in the frog village, whatever the fuck of the village. Oh was, yeah, they're like, oh, there's this no, awful whistle. No, don't say, oh yeah, don't Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah. I was doing oh, Kool-Aid, no. man. Yeah, Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Wretched, wretched. You should just make that the background music for this entire podcast. Yeah, I. Uh, <sighs> it changes slightly when you progress through the rest of the the scene, but it's so awful. I had to turn it off. I was like, ah. So I did not make it to this point, but uh, the hidden boss from Final Fantasy IV. Which one? Um, oh fuck! The Crystal Dragon? No, 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 no. It's he's the is it Crystal Dragon? He's got the four crystals in front of him. I think so. I'm thinking about the original one. Um, well, there's a hidden boss that's from Final Fantasy IV, and he's got four crystals with him, and it uses the battle music from Final Fantasy IV, like exactly. Best music in the game. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I yeah. know. It's um, oh, God, it's not Odin, is it? No. Who is it? It's not important. Yeah. Uh, it <laughs> this is fucking important. This is literally re- relevant to my interests. This is literally fucking important. But is it relevant to the interests of I people mean, who are going to sit here listening to this? Go- listening well, to people go. Okay. What is it? I don't know. God damn! I can't well, remember. The point, the point that I'm, I'm trying to get to is that. The best music in this game is from another franchise. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, they do care, because why else would they be listening to the podcast? Come on. Listeners? Viewers? Yeah. The other the other really... Lend me your ears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are, we, what are we saying? I think the other problem... Um, I, I know I've turned this into just a rant fest, because the game is... Four games and seven episodes ago. The ga- The game... The thing that bothers me the most about this game, beyond all of that, is the fact that... It yet again does not feel like it. It doesn't feel like it was a Mario game yeah, to it's me. A, it's a square game. It it's feels not a Mario game. Yeah, it's like it's the same thing they did with fucking uh, with Kingdom Hearts, right? Where they they just took a square RPG and threw a bunch of random Disney characters in it and environments. And this one, it's a square RPG with square characters, and then they're like, oh yeah, we can make Mario like the main guy or something. And then they all of the enemies and all of the it's like. They, of course, their setting is an alien thing comes into the Mushroom Kingdom and they have to defeat it. And that's why everything is different, right? All the bosses. What? Fuck Smithy. Yeah, right. Um, And Gino. Like, Like, where the fuck is Gino come from? And by the way, Gino is also the character that you, you absolutely cannot tell what he looks like. Doesn't matter. He's a cannon. He's a wizard. 
I I get that, but a wizard, he's Harry. Down. You're a wizard. Um, I, I'm indifferent toward Gino. That's a question we got actually. This uh, is just this is just pissing on everybody's dreams and hopes. It, it is. Hopes it is. That's what I do. Right. Pissing. That's why we started this show. You're urinating on all of our viewers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so, um, awkward. Where did it go? Uh, we got a question from Jeremy Smith. Jeremy Smith. Jeremy Smith said, I always thought that Gino was a really weird character in the Super Mario RPG universe. Were any of you surprised when you saw the doll come to life? And what were your thoughts on Bowser being a friend rather than a foe? I will talk on both of those subjects for a second. Go right ahead. Here's how you can tell this is a square game. A, it's a Super Mario game, but the last boss isn't Bowser. Now, that's happened since this, but this was the first game where, you know, it's like, well, Super Mario Bros. 2, but that wasn't really Super that's Mario That's not Bros. a Mario game. Super Mario Inception is not a Mario game. Um, nice. Uh, the last guy you fight, Smithy, has multiple forms and is like this armored... Clown <laughs> sword thing. Cl- yeah, I don't even <laughs> know how to... And it's like, okay... Keyblade. <laughs> oh, that's good. I want to see what he looks co- like. Kingdom Hearts Three, starring Smithy. Uh, but I so then up. you've got characters like Gino, and you've got all these like side characters that just come in for no reason. Like I was really expecting an angst-filled soldier to show up and be like, "Mario, I'm your new friend. I don't remember my past." I'm actually yeah. a clone. <laughs> what the fuck do you think Mallow was? <laughs> I mean, that's that's the thing. Is like I, I wanted. When I started playing this, I, I had never played this game before, and what I wanted out of it was, well, I shouldn't say that. I, I tinkered with it, but I never actually played played it. I, I wanted to have all the Mario characters be my party. I wanted, from the get-go, I wanted Mario to go off on his own for a little bit, and the next character I wanted him to find was fucking Luigi. I wanted Luigi. I wanted... A, like uh, a a toad and uh, you know those kinds of characters to be my my companions and what do I get I get fucking Gino and Mallow and Gino's not an awful character but he doesn't fit that's the problem you can say he's awesome all all along but it's it, it was square going we don't feel like using the IP because we want to put our own spin on this so they threw this random fucking doll come to life character in there that had nothing to do with the universe so that's my problem. I I just I wasn't a I'm I wasn't a big fan of that particular because I felt I felt like it I felt like it sapped some of the life out of a a, a world that was already pretty well thought out or at least filled out. So, like you know, I, I'll agree with you, but I don't know. For maybe the last boss, you could have used the guy from Super Mario Land, the alien dude who's never been in there another game. Sure. Um. I can't remember his fucking name. Whatever. I can't either, but you know, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Sleeslack. <laughs> um, am I? Was I surprised that Gino tur- came to life from doll form? Yeah, I kind of expected it when I saw it. Because, I don't know, I think he's kind of cool. He's he's a, kind of this blue wizard guy. You can't tell. could be anything. Yeah, he's a, he's a blue pile of pixels, and you yeah. can't tell... He's not my red pile of pixels, so he's not Mario. He's right. not green, so he's not Luigi. And I, as far as I can tell, he's got emo hair like every other goddamn Sweet. square character. So it's Justin like Justin Bieber is a wizard, yeah, right? Uh, as for whether uh, I think Bowser being a, an ally is pretty awesome. Like, 
I do too, actually. I think that should happen more often in yeah. the Mario series. It happens in Super Paper Mario. Uh-huh. I, I he's actually, a total frat boy in Super Paper Mario as well. I mean, I mean, Bowser's a bumbling idiot. Yeah. Which is great. I love that characterization of him. He's just a stupid head. Yep. Stupid fat head. And then I, I think... Uh, um, was I, was I, oh, that's one of the reasons I wanted to play Bowser's Inside Story too. It's good. Where you actually tech, you kind of play Bowser, but you not play, really. You, 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 you play, you play you, as Bowser. You play as Bowser, but you play as Bowser being controlled by the people inside him. So, no, you, you actually do control Bowser for parts, and then okay, when certain tasks come up, you flip back and help him out. Okay. Yeah. I've I've heard very good things about that game, but I haven't actually gotten to play it's, it, it's so it's, it's really good. So, um, the best thing that I can probably say about this game is is the things that it spawned are excellent. The ideas, the, the ideas, the innovation. That, yeah, um, it was probably okay to play in its day. I don't think it holds up anymore. Um, I think it's actually, I think it actually holds up pretty badly. Uh, but I don't it's know. It's a very simple RPG, right? I, I found oh, myself absolutely. when I leveled up, and I was like, how can I min-max this? What is the best course of action here? Yeah. Do I just go full hit points on everybody and never no, die? No, 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 no. You go full attack. Yep, and that's what I figured out. I was like, yep, never need to do anything else. Just full attack. Yeah. Fucking crush everything. The yep. only person I did not go full attack on is, is Mallow. I full magicked Mallow because he's the healer. Yeah. And that's the only thing that I the did differently. way better. Yeah. Um so we had we had one more question about Super Mario RPG and that is I who is this from? This is from Snicker. He says, "Who was your favorite character and what character from the Mario verse would you add if you were remaking the game?" I think my fr- actually in this game my favorite character is Bowser. <laughs> To be honest, like I liked using him in combat. I liked, I liked the special abilities he got. I was a little creeped out by the whole like, turn your back while I free this chain chomp, but I have to do something that makes you have to turn your back, like creepiness. But uh, I really liked Bowser in this game, and I thought I thought that was he was my favorite character. To be honest, oh Mario, just by default, yeah, yeah, it's like. He's solid. Yeah. Never talks. Yeah. So yeah. everybody's like, are you Mario? Of course you're Mario. Like, look at the mustache. Come on. Yeah. Gino, uh, right? Probably Gino. Like, Bowers was awesome, though. But if I were to add a character into it, oh, man, I don't know. Uh, like a two. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> like, as a playable character. Uh, um, like... I, I love those. Or the, um, what's the dog, f- like the chain chomp that was, uh, might have been from the Link series, uh, Z- Zelda games, where it's the the chain oh, chomp yeah. is like the dog, Bow Wow, from, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. like, oh, I'm the chain chomp. You got to like carry the block around. Like, <laughs> it's, it's attached to the block, but you can move the block wait, around. Wait, wait, what was the, what was the exact question of who we could add? Is what, if, what if, Mario. and what character from the Mario verse would you add if you were remaking the game? I mean, I would go. I would go obvious to be entirely honest, because I'd add Wario and Waluigi. Like, I love those characters. I've I I think Waluigi's a little shaky, uh, but Waluigi cemented himself 
uh, as as an awesome character for me in uh, the Game Gear version of Mario Strikers because he has a, a celebration animation where he does the hip yeah. thrust and points at his points at his crotch <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they left it in. It's like and he's just like yeah, <laughs> and he's pointing at his <laughs> cock. It's like okay, well Luigi's awesome. He's got the same mustache as pubic hair. I curl my pubes. Poke you in the eye. Lightning bolt pubes. Come on, Andy. What better? Daisy? Okay. Yeah. The rose, can, the rose sl- red of the Mario world. Yeah, she can slut her way across <laughs> the room. <laughs> no, she's not the slutty one. Rosella is the slutty one. <laughs> what? Rosella from uh, Super Mario Galaxy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know that she's the got, like, star the, character. She's got like the emo the... haircut and shit. Oh. Have you played Galaxy? No. Oh, it's, God, it's play good. Galaxy. Now that you have a Wii, you should play Galaxy. Uh, play two. Can I start with two, please? No, start with the first one. Yeah. God Seriously, they're, it, it's basically one big long game. So yeah. you just start with one and go all the way through. Anyway, um, actually, I'd say Lemmy Jr. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Can we? Uh, I mean, who's who's under the Mario umbrella, right? Uh, I mean, are the the you know like uh, the Wario Mega Micro game stuff do yeah, not count? Yeah, like, yeah no. There's like, no eight. We can get pretty there's... liberal with what's included, right? <laughs> I choose I Sonic from Mario. Birdo from Mario Two. There you, know? you go. Well, Birdo's been in other Mario games or since the, then, though. I want so. the, the Falcon statue that opens up when you walk into it, it between levels. <laughs> <laughs> I'd choose Solid Snake from Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, see, that's where I was going to say it's like Smash Brothers, yeah, and now yeah, all of a exactly. sudden you've got the entire Nintendo universe. Dr. Mario in there. should make a, a cameo. And Mario Kart's the same thing. I want but the silver ball in Mario. I, I want Mario from <laughs> Mario Sluggers, but he's got a bat. <laughs> Okay, well, I Verdict. as much as I complained about it, I'm I guess I I'm not negative about this game. I'm just indifferent toward it. I'm like I see it for what I see it for what it uh, what it spawned and the the things the innovations that it made. But overall, I just thought that the game was um, kind of unfun. It just there wasn't anything driving me forward to play the game, and so I, I just kind of. I got bored with it really fast. Thumbs up f- or thumbs down? Force a thumbs up or thumbs down? I I can't do a thumb thumb nope. middle. No, off of his head or save him. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. He's if dead. I have to do one or the other. The mechanical innovations, what they contribute overall to like the genre and what they spawn, make it thumbs up. Even when you think of the mediocre graphics, the terrible sound, and the okay writing. I thumbs I'm, up. I'm thumbs up. Because uh, it's not, it's not eight eyes. <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> and considering that it, it's actually just a solid RPG that's somewhat decent in to comparison play, like, to eight eyes, you're like, okay, so we're gonna give you a choice. This is the equivalent. You're like, we're gonna sodomize you with a brick, <laughs> or you can have a stale sandwich. Which one would you? <laughs> See, and that's why I want to be. Take the stale sandwich. <laughs> that's why I want to be indifferent toward it because it feels it. It is a simple RPG, but it, it's basically like all the simplicity of Pokemon without the collection element. Pokemon. So it's so you get you get basically <laughs> what ends up being a boring RPG because you don't get to collect stuff. Sure. There's so very, it's just kind of very streamlined and right? very linear. It's gonna very be just move. It's exactly what Diablo three is gonna be like. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> 
next episode, we are going to do Rygar. Uh, brutally hard side-scrolling game that um, I have only played once when I was in high school. Like arcade or home version? Arcade. Uh, I, I played Rygar. Home version's different. <laughs> you really? Yeah. I'll have to see if I can find it. If I played. They beat you up, take your quarters, and drive a clown car up your ass. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> I, pl- I played. I played it at an arcade in Bend, Oregon, um, and it was. And I only played it once, and then went. I'm not gonna waste my quarters on this. I'm so go play Magician Lord. I'm gonna go play Oops, Gauntlet yeah, right. and watch a dragon steal five bucks from me. <laughs> <laughs> so next episode we are playing Rygar. Uh, we can get the arcade version on VC. I think um, I've got it. You've got a console version, and I can probably borrow one from Christina. Maybe if she, uh, if she, if I can find her in in the alternate dimension that is her Nintendo. I can room. see it now in the uh, the next. <laughs> episode it's gonna be like well luke's like i'm going into christina's collection tell my wife i love her <laughs> see you guys there's actually a lich in there and i think that's christina <laughs> <laughs> she comes out wearing you like a suit <laughs> oh um snicker actually uh, sent us one one more kind of question comment uh he he wanted to promote a game because he, he says I'll just read it off. He says, since you're playing a Final Fantasy style game, I thought I'd mention one that I just finished. Uh, It says, normally I don't like these type of games, but I found that with my tablet, I like having something that's not overly action-packed, but still takes advantage of the available screen real estate. I was pleasantly surprised by a download from the Android marketplace called Eve of Genesis by Chemco. It's neither hard nor very long, but since I got it for free, (laughs) I don't mind. It's now $3.99. Uh, if you like Final Fantasy style games and you want a game that is fun but you can still put it down at a moment's notice and come back to it later, I recommend it. Um, I might I may download or buy more games like this for my tablet in the future. Although having the ability to save anytime anywhere is a must. Uh, so he's promoting Eve of Genesis on the Android marketplace. If you guys, uh, none of us have Android uh, devices, but if you out there have an Android device and you want a cool kind of role playing game, uh, Snicker rec- recommends Eve of Genesis. Um, Thank you for the recommendation. Absolutely. Check out our other tr- uh, comic book podcast, Trade Secrets. We are. Uh, Coming up on episode 25 very soon, and we are going to be at Emerald City Comic Con mostly promoting trade secrets because it's our comic book podcast and it's a comic book convention. And that'll be our one-year anniversary. And it will be our one-year anniversary. Episode zero of the Trade Secrets podcast was at Emerald City Comic Con last year. Um, uh, I know that there is also a a Seattle retro gaming convention coming up soon that we are likely going to have a table at. Uh, Yeah. I might be on vacation at that point. Yeah, maybe. Whatever. Um... So check out Trade Secrets uh, on the website, geekerific.com. You can rate us on iTunes. It helps us out, gives us more listeners, gets us stuff on iTunes. So hop onto iTunes and uh, throw a rating up there, maybe even a review. You can review us on Zoom by going to social.zoom.net and searching for the After the Fact podcast. Um, We're available on Stitcher Radio if you want to listen to us there. You can follow us all on Twitter. The main show feed is at After the Fact Pod. I am at Geek Elite. Andy is at Mathtastrophe. Uh, Mike Atron is at Mr. Atron, M.R. Atron. You can like our Facebook page by going to facebook.com slash after the fact podcast. Uh, you can friend us on XPLA, PSN, and CMA. Actually, you can't friend me on XPLA right now because somebody stole my XPLA account. <sighs> Sweet. Yeah. You, you can get Mike Atron and I on Steam. And yeah. You can get me on. Steam. Uh, 
you can get me on on PlayStation Network. I know that uh, FC Neo Tokyo, one of our listeners, uh, f- uh, friended me on PSN. So I, I don't really play a lot of, on anything other than my Vita. But do I have you on my friends list? I don't think so. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I used to be. I you know what's weird is it, it was funny because I I logged into my Xbox last December and was using it for something I don't remember what, and then I logged out and I hadn't. I literally haven't touched the Xbox for two and a half months. And I meant the literally this time. Haven't even touched it. Bought a new entertainment center. Rebuilt everything. Got it all plugged in. Fired up the Xbox to make sure that it works. And I logged into my account. And everything seemed okay. I wasn't looking for anything. So my avatar was still the same. Still has a sounder shirt on it. And then I got booted out. And I was like, I wasn't paying attention. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Logged back in. Immediately got booted out with a message that says, you've been logged in on another console. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? So I logged back in, got booted out, logged back in, got booted out. Logged back in, managed to stay in long enough to notice that my friends list was empty. And I had about 500 achievement points in games that I don't own. Call of Duty? So, no, uh, Gears of War 3, amongst other things. Uh, uh, the, the, oh, was it the dishwasher? Oh, like, Samurai Vampire, Vampire Samurai Hunter. Something like, yeah. Um, so my my XPLA account is de- deactivated for the time being. Uh, I'm, I may put it back up, but friend me on PSN if you want to. Um, you can be a part of the show, uh, just like Snicker and Jeremy Smith and William Leonard did. Uh, thank you guys, all of you, for the multitude of questions that you guys sent in. I still have more from William Leonard that are going to come into future episodes. It's literally a shit ton of questions. <laughs> yeah, a shit ton. It's it's literally a fake unit of measurement. Um, but it's you can a email dumpster us. filled with flaming yeah. shit. <laughs> Uh, you can email us at afterthefactatgeekrific.com and we will use your questions on the show just like we did with Snickers and William Leonard's and Jeremy Smith's today. You can also hit us up on Twitter. You can hit us up on Facebook and we will use your questions there. All of William Leonard's questions from today came from our Facebook page, so uh, hit us up. Thank you, Mike Tron. You're welcome. Thank you, Andy. Correction. <laughs> I am Luke. This has been episode 53, 53 of the After Fact Podcast and we're out. <laughs>